Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Wannabe Pundits. This is the Liverpool Preview Special. Uh, Dylan here, joined by Sean. Sean, how are you, mate? Good, mate. How are you? Going pretty good. Bit of good news. Us Melbournians are out of lockdown as of midnight. That is actually quite good news. Taking the piss out of Brad a little bit in the group chat, as you can see, about him probably going to probably going to stay in lockdown for about a month or so. So enjoy that, Brad. Well, that's unlucky. I don't um, Sydney Greater, eh? Us yeah. up here at Lake Macquarie can still do whatever we want for the time being, so it's good. How good's coffee? Haven't oh, forgotten it's the taste amazing, of it isn't it? Just out to eat for breakfast and stuff. It's awesome. All right, let's jump into it. Hey, Liverpool. Let's have a little chat about our preseason first up. What yeah. have you seen so far that you want to have a little chat about? Oh, I like the youth players that have come through and done quite well, like the Clarksons, the Elliots as well. Look pretty good. And Connat actually going out and getting some minutes on if he's belt too, which is quite handy as well coming up to the new season. What about you? Mate, on Leighton Clarkson, I saw him in a photo running next to Nabby and Stadio. Yeah. I think for memory. And he's tiny. Leighton Clarkson. Real small, eh? Yeah, he's... He's a little bitch, mate. <laughs> but you watch him play and he's actually, he's got a little bit of mongrel about him. Yeah, which is good because um, no that's small. It's what you want. But no surprise from a Liverpool perspective that we're talking about Harvey Elliott and there'll be a lot of mention of him in this podcast. But, mate, he's just, he's had a glow up in the championship last year and he just looks like he's he's on fire. I don't know if you saw the um, much of the preseason videos that Liverpool was posting on Instagram and Facebook, but a lot of it was him taking on senior defenders and just skinning people in rondo drills, and he just looks so sharp. Yeah, he looks like someone's been playing for 10 years already. For his and he had a haircut. Yeah, he it haircut. looks even better. Looks, looks he, way better. Yeah, he looked like a little rat bag with his long hair. <laughs> Did he what? He looked like uh, shit. But, yeah, preseason's going pretty good. Um, it was, it's, it's been good. To see, I think some Maybe of the guys Gaynor. who played in the Euros just arrived back in there, like Robbo. Yeah. Um, he doesn't really look tired either. Someone that's played a lot of minutes at the Euros as well, which is no. Good. Well, he's. I think they've been on holidays for the last two weeks or so, so he's probably feeling pretty refreshed. Yeah, most yeah. of them look refreshed too. Like they look all fresh and ready to go, which is exciting, especially after last season. Oh the mate, we've had so hopefully it'd be so hard. It would actually be so hard being a pro footballer nowadays. Like, all you do is play games, you know, two or three times a week. Yeah. Like, you'd, you'd be so stuffed. I actually saw a photo of, what was his name? Was it Pedri? I think it was, yeah, it was Pedri. Yeah, the Olympics. And how yeah. fragged he looked, the, the difference between him at the start of the season last year and the end. And he, he looks like Eric Lamella by the end of the season. He looks like shit. Oh, he looks horrendous. And he's 18. Dude. Yeah. Like, he'll be someone that will play. F- I hope it doesn't happen to him, but the amount of football he's playing, it just looks like it will just take a toll on his body. Yeah. So again, 100%. Yeah. A bit sidetracked. It'd be tough but, too. It'd be yeah. tough for someone like him who's got the weight of a massive club on his shoulders. Absolutely. So it'd be a, I think it would be a very big mental thing for him, apart from the physical side of it. But um, I think we're going to, we're going to see a few of our youngsters touch wood um, who get a few more minutes and can experience a glimmer of what Pedri's gone through for Barca. Yeah. But um, preseason... You can do that. Some of the things that I've seen in preseason that I think are pretty cool, um, seen a lot of rotation. Like, as you know, we had a couple of 30-minute hit-out games um, against... Um, Austrian teams and also some Bundesliga one and two teams. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of good rotation. Um, some weird combination of teams like Ben Davies got his first run for us alongside Trent, like, you know, yeah. in a weird sort of like under 20s team. Um, nice, yeah. Nabby's actually looked, sorry, it not looks yeah, actually, yeah. Nabby's look good. good. Tappy's also look good. Yeah. Minamino's look really sharp. So is Origi, which is. He always does in preseason and dies to yeah. stay match. Day. I'm hoping he keeps looking good, mate, because that'll drive the price up for when he leaves. Hopefully, he's like Shakiri. Um, I'm on the fence about that, but we'll get to that in a little while. Yeah. Um. 
yeah, just a lot of positives really, which is good because a lot of the guys uh, that also panel on this podcast have been pretty up and down with their preseason and losing pretty, you know, Lucky pretty poorly to, to teams you wouldn't expect. Yeah. 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 And then the saving grace is, oh, we won 4-1 against Farmers. And it's like, yeah, well, you also lost by lost by a little bit, mate. So, yeah, it's interesting. Like, I think, I don't think we've recorded a loss this preseason, which is which not is a lot good. to go off. But if I was going to lose, I'd rather lose in preseason than the actual comp. But yeah, we're looking pretty good. What's your thoughts on um, Conat? Fitting because I sent a photo today and it seems like he's just fitting like really nicely with especially Robbo and Milner getting me out. Yeah, he looks. Um, oh, did you see the photo of him? Um, in, the in a robes in a robe, yeah, yeah next yeah. to Robbo. <laughs> Robbo like size robes and everything, too. Couldn't believe yeah. it. The guy's that was hilarious. Was he like six he's foot four, too? Right? Isn't he something like he's that? He's massive, I reckon. Yeah. I think he's just taller than Virgil, and I think they're probably similar weight. But yeah, he's a big dude. Um, it's a tank. What is he? Is he right footed? Yeah, he's right footed too. Yeah, right footed. So I think Virgil naturally plays on the left side of the centre backs. I think for memory. Yeah, so I think it'd be more of the Gomez spot. Mm. He'd be contesting for even if Matip stays. In yeah, the right centre back spot. He'd be played for at the back. Yeah. I- I haven't seen a lot of him. I've seen a f- like we only saw, which is a bit frustrating. Like the LFC TV Go app. Yeah. The only real way to see stuff preseason is to be a member on that, so you can catch up on some games and you can watch them all. And apart from that, we just get a, a little bit on Instagram here and there about you know highlights and what's going on. So it's kind of hard to gauge how he's fitting in when you only see two minutes of a thirty-minute hit out. Yeah. But, Especially that um, video on TikTok going around with him spraying that pass and I think he hit Miller on the back of the head or something like that. <laughs> so it's like it's, you see like things like that, but for the rest of the 28 minutes of that game, he was probably solid, you know what I mean? So it's yeah, people well, take the piss out of that two minutes when he's probably actually been a rock at the back. I think we've only conceded one or two goals in the... Oh, and that's... I also I can't remember how many minutes he's put in, but we've only scored one or two goals... The whole preseason so far, so just on those goals conceded, I think um, Karius was in goals for both of them as well. So I feel like he is. I'm not ready. Yeah, you know, I don't no, think his Liverpool career will Karius. be. I think it ends in Austria. I don't see him anywhere near our starting season. Yeah, especially if uh, is it Keller? He looks really good, and Virgil calling him did our in training and stuff like that. So I think he's pretty much nailed down. That yeah, what, and what Adrian, I still have Adrian over Karius too. He was obviously taking the piss, but even yeah. even to throw the data word at Kelleher is is a pretty big compliment. Massive. Yeah, especially from your captain and you know such a good player himself. Yeah, massive senior. But yeah, I um, you know how keepers often get tested left and right. So there'll be two coaches, and one of them will kick at the right side of the goal or go dive, and then quickly scramble to the other side. Yeah, Kelleher was doing one of those drills for a bit, and he was going back and forth, back and forth, and he literally. He didn't just get a hand to, he held every ball on both sides, which I thought was nuts. Like, he was just frog jumper all over the place. Well, but, so, um, reminds me of that game last season with Arsenal, where he, I know we conceded four, but he still was good in between the sticks. Mm. You know I mean, like, he did make some good saves, and even that game against Everton as well, where he won 1 0. But yeah. Yeah, a, a scoreline is a funny one. Um, with with respect to a goalkeeper, because a keeper can play very well and still concede two or three goals. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just depends on what's in front of them, and you know how many shots on target and all that. You know those sort of stats um, pan out over the game. But I'm pretty confident that he's a solid number two now. Yeah, I think he's. I think definitely been I think Adrian. Him. I think when Adrian played at West Ham. Because he was a starting keeper, you probably like when he arrived to us. I thought he'd be our number two. Yeah. Her would be on this on the fringe, but I think Adrian's almost been happy to concede the number two spot because he's had his career. Yeah, and he's just sort of helping 
helping the coach and just sort of chill out a little bit with Kelleher, which is good. Yeah, absolutely. And like, I think I'm not going to be criticised of him, but I think he's only highlighting that whole, his whole Liverpool career to date is the Super Cup as well. And I just want to mention that for Brad. That was his I think, wasn't that his debut? Yeah, it was too. So just want to mention that yeah. for Brad Bryson, just good old Tammy. Couldn't slot it. Yeah. Yeah. Thoughts on that, fellas? That was, uh, give it a listen. Yeah. Thanks, Tammy. Thanks, Tammy. That did a lot for your value, mate. <laughs> Chelsea, Chelsea trying to get rid of you. Enjoy your um, Arsenal, Matt. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, look, that's preseason pretty much covered. We haven't seen a whole lot, um, which I think is partially on purpose. I think the club only wants you to see a little bit. Yeah. Um, so that way they can keep a lot of their cards and their tactics close to their chest. But, um, Let's move on to transfers, eh? Yeah. We'll start with transfers out. So like we just discussed, um, Harry Wilson and Marco Groich, gone. I would have loved to see Wilson and Marco get a, at least a good opportunity, especially after last season when we had so many injuries, especially in midfield. We're actually keeping those two players in the squad. I think it would have made a big difference, especially yeah. with Wilson's creativity. And I know with Marco, he's a six-foot-three stature. I think he would have just done so well in that Fabinho role with him in the centre-backs with Hendo. Yeah, and every every club that he's been on loan at, most of them, that is, but speaking about Marco specifically, every club they've been on loan at has just heaped praise and wanted to keep him. Well, Berlin was stoked with him. Yeah, loved him. And I think even at a point there, his value went up to like 25 million euros or something. Yeah. Which was, which was crazy. Like I think we ended up selling him for about twelve to Porto, yeah, something like that. Yeah, which um, I think is I an think, absolute steal for Porto. Looking at their yeah. squad, I think it's an absolute. Uh, steal. Well, what is he? He's only like 23, 24, yeah. maybe twenty five. But early to mid twenties, so much experience. Just had a. I think he was just with Porto too, wasn't he? Yeah. Was prior to making the move man. permanent. So he's obviously built up a bit of a name there and they're like, well, we'll keep it. We'll pay that pay that little bit of money. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, big losses, those two. Mm-hmm. Harry Wilson is a bit of a sour one because he was a local lad. Yeah. One of those one of those academy prospects that... I just wish he stayed. Sadly, yeah. sadly never got given the time of day. Do you reckon that's, he's never got given the time of day because of the managers that we had? Or yeah. just, do you reckon he just didn't fit that system, especially when Klopp come in? Um, Probably wasn't that. Wasn't, I know he's not the fittest lad, but surely... It's hard. It's a tough one because he's a natural winger, but I reckon he could probably play a 10 if you wanted him to. Yeah. And I think he... I, in fact, think he did play 10 when he was doing a little bit for... Was he Derby? Yeah, Derby. Yeah. Yeah. Where he carved up United in the FA Cup, or was it League Cup, something like that? Well, more of that to come this season anyway, mate. Yeah. Not by him. Absolutely. We'll get a few of the other boys carving them up. Curtis um, Jones and Harvey Elliott, thoughts? Yeah. Well, <laughs> they'll get there. Yeah. But yeah, Harry Wilson, it's just a bit of a bummer because I really wanted him to come back and um, get some minutes. And he, he would have accepted being a Liverpool rotational player as well, which is massive. Yeah. Well, what I don't get is that we sell Wilson, right, who's obviously more talented than OJ. Yeah, we can't seem to ship him off anyway. Yeah. It makes him more even more upset. I just it relates back depending to depending like on when he up, I'd just I'd just pay the hundred grand and release him. Yeah. Just be done Absolutely. with it. Like he didn't then, have a bad time at Rangers, but I don't he's just not I know he's not gonna get minutes. Yeah, he's, he's just, just not that good. the quality of Harvey Elliott and Harvey Elliott's seven eight. So it's yeah. like why have him? Yeah. Just on Harvey Elliott, yeah. Played center yeah. mid in the pre-seasons too. Just playing like a 10, I noticed. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah. Hey, I think um, Klopp's been playing around with a couple of formations that include a 10, which was getting fans buzzing a little bit because, um, you know, naturally if you see something like that, you think, oh, we're going to go out and buy another 10, aren't we? Yeah. Um, but I think they're just playing around with what suits him, which is good because – it shows that they're committing to him and giving him time and 
effort and they're actually saying, hey, mate, let's let's see how you go in 10. Oh, that didn't go too well or, or you know, or the opposite. Yeah. Let's go see how you go on the wing. And then during the season, hopefully that means he gets more minutes in both positions. Yeah. Um, what, an, oh. what an unreal little backup he is. Yeah. And he's 17. He knows he's going to be a rotational player. And he's happy to do it too. He'll have blinders week in, week out. Yeah. What about our thoughts on Shakiri leaving? Yeah, I was about Nothing to say that. And it was requested by him as well. Yeah. But not, not like aggressively. He was just like, I just kind of want more regular minutes and I'm getting to the age where I need to, I need to do it and I need to sort of invest in myself a little bit instead of just sort of sitting back and getting minutes when I'm given them. Yeah. He's at the age Sad. Too, right? Sad. He's, too. Yeah, he's kind of, for me, he's kind of in that Harry Wilson sort of category to an extent. Yeah. Just a, you know, a six-year-old version of. Very capable, very good winger. Just wasn't given the time of day or, you know, everyone knows what he can do, but he just wasn't given enough minutes to be able to secure a better spot, which is a shame. I really like Shakira. I liked him since he was a buy-in. As well, yeah. Even at Stoke, yeah. I liked him at Stoke. Well, he was probably yeah, like him, him and, at Stoke. Him and Marco Arnautovic, mate. They used they were bossing it at Stoke. Killing it. Um, what are you that's sad. He'll 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 leave. He's actually publicly said he wants to go to Lazio. So I don't know what stage in the process that's it. That's up to, or if if there is any sort of links yet. But well, could you imagine they um, um, swap the Luis Alberto back? Yeah, that'd be different. That would be interesting. Oh yeah, I was just having a little think. I there's not really a lot of Lazio players that I would want. Just bring Lucas Lava back for the gigs, shits and gigs. And... Lucas Lava <laughs> has actually had a bit of a blinder in the past couple of years, though. It has though. That's a sad bit. Yeah, um, I know. <laughs> <laughs> what about our journey without him? What a loss! Oh man, coming out calling abuse the reason he left. I like what Jamie Carragher said to uh, to response to that was turn your notifications off. If we're telling you that badly, why not just turn it off? Just turn your phone off. Yeah, yeah. Like, obviously, he's making that upset. Just and he's like, yeah. And I think Jamie Jamie went on to say, "We all know the reason you left his money." <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You just... don't you don't leave Liverpool, which has such a good culture and everyone's pretty happy. Yeah, because of abuse. Yeah. I think it's a bit of a cop out. He wanted his three hundred thousand a week. Yeah, especially like considering what we've won in the last three years, two or four years. Sorry, and just to leave because of abuse is a bit. Oh yeah, and it's the especially same after the season we had with all the injuries. He knew what was expected as well. I guess considering he was a pretty much the leader of that midfield after Hendo was out for most of the season. Thiago wasn't really finding his feet. Fabinho mm. got pushed back. Like he knew. Like he's playing against, I'm oh not playing against, playing with Curtis Jones, who's played a handful of minutes. So, like, I actually kind of forgot about Benny until you mentioned him. Yeah. He's been gone for a little while now. Yeah. I couldn't believe it, though. We kind of, we know he's been gone for a little while, but he's, I think he only just got unveiled at PSG in the past week or so. Yeah. Who replaces him? I don't. Who do we want? We've had we've had we've had some rumors and links to Saul at Atletico. I think Sanchez. I'd rather have Sanchez. I think that's more of a swap for swap type player. Tillemans as well, but I think that was a little bit a little bit hefty for price. Yeah, seventy million for Tillemans. I don't think it's worth oh, the dreaming. Point. Yeah, dreaming. I remember we we're talking to the boys about it, and they're like, oh, Liverpool's mad if they don't go get Tillemans. He's got prem experience and he's unreal. And I was like, yeah, but you got to – you can't just go spend ridiculous money on someone. It's probably going to be a rotation. Just for the hell of it, yeah. And he's, he's only – like, Genie had massive minutes, but him going opens up minutes for Jones. Yeah. So I dare say Curtis Jones will get more minutes. Milner will start to pull back on minutes a bit more. Um, so – Yes, we do need a rotational player, but Curtis Jones is probably going to step up and take the genie role. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I just can't really justify spending $70 million I can't for someone justify to only, us bringing only play every either. second game. Yeah, I can't justify us bringing Sol in either, to be honest with you. 
Yeah, he's been happy with the price. He's really like a like the like player of Tiago, who someone just likes to pick a pass. Isn't it? Isn't it dumb though? Like we had the perfect fix. We had Marco Groich. Yeah, he can literally be the physical presence and the player that can distribute the ball for you for thirty minutes every two games. Yeah, and be happy to do it. But they just fucking got rid of him. It's frustrating. Right. It is. And now they have to go. Now they've got to go spend good money to get someone. And they're probably going to pay too much because people know that we need a centre mid. Yeah. I think just so they can sit on the bench and play every second game. I think three five million for Sanchez is I think that's valuable. I think that's a fair deal. If he can't, yeah. that's the only thing. And he's happy to play range rotation minutes. But like you said, I don't want to take minutes off Jones because I thought he was quality last year, especially in the Champions yeah. League to come through clutch in a couple of games there. Especially it's an interesting player. one though. And I'll talk about a formation that I've been considering that could even open up the possibility of Thiago, you know, coming back next to Fabinho. Yeah. But, mate, plenty of links and plenty of rumours. Have you heard about the the rumour that FSG aren't offering Hendo a new contract? I haven't heard that they're not offering, but I did hear that he did decline a contract. Yeah. I know FSG. Apparently from... From my humble perspective, um, apparently they're not putting money on the table for him. So I think he either, I think from memory, he understands he's getting older. I think he's happy to take what he's currently on or maybe asked for like a little bit more. Yeah. And they were straight up like, no, not even going to negotiate. Not even going to offer an extension. I think it's just absolutely stupid. Like, even though the Euros... He's such a vital player. And so many people give him shit because he's not fantastic at anything, but he's just just one of those jack-of-all-trades guys and he's also got that leadership factor. You can't underestimate that. Yeah. Especially with his leadership too. Like, I know you just mentioned it, but his leadership is that critical for our team. Like, you take him out, I think... We haven't lost a game with him in midfield since 2017. Yeah, I think in the league, I could be wrong, but I did see something like something on the lines like that, and that just shows how of much of an influence he really is. And to say that you're not going to offer him a contract, I think it's absolutely ludicrous. Like, even he's asking for yeah. an extra twenty grand or something a week, I think you just pay it, don't you? Hundred percent. Like you just hundred percent, and he's the captain of the team. Yeah, like. And what message is that sending to everyone else when the captain of the team isn't offered a new contract? Actually, and there were a lot. I saw a lot of um, a lot of people speculating that FSG being the cash cows that they are, when they were what was that Super League that they sort of signed off and said, "Yeah, we'll join." Yeah, Hendo Hendo kind of led the mutiny against it. Yeah, it's probably half the reason why he's not getting a contract too. Yeah, a lot of people were saying, I wonder if it's because of that and they're just bitter about it and all that sort of stuff. But again, what do you do? Release Hendo on a free in a year or 18 months and then have the same situation with Genie where you have to try and find someone to fill the hole where you could have just saved money? Yeah. Oh, one of my biggest fears is that Henderson leaves this window and we're two, mid- two midfielders short after having no midfielders last season. That's my biggest fear. And it's not yeah. out of the cards either. Absolutely not that, out of the possibility of the realm of that happening. One thing one thing that I hope is I hope we get a fit Nabi Keita this season because yeah. when he's on, he's unreal. He's on, yeah. I think I think we've discussed little glimpses where and that's all we've had so far. We've only really had glimpses because you can't play more than two or three games in a row. But his dribbling is unreal. It's just amazing. He, he just zigzags through everyone and then he just at times can make a perfect pass, but at times also stuffs it at the end. Yeah. Um, his defensive work is good. Just a really good centre mid. So I'm hoping that him fit. Um, if he's fit Ox, this season, it'd be like a new signing. Yeah, exactly. An Ox fit who traditionally plays centre mid, but we'll have a little bit of a chat about that in a little while as well. Yeah. Like, hopefully supplemented with Milner getting a couple of minutes, even though he's getting getting a little bit old, a bit long in the tooth, and a few of the other boys, hopefully, were all right. But 
obviously I don't want Hendo to leave and I don't want him to leave for a very long time. I would like to see him um, retire at the club or at least get to the point at the age where his son could offer him back, bring him back like a farewell coming type thing. I think that'd be the best outcome for his career other than going to like Spain or something and just plot along for minutes at like Madrid or something like that. What's he going to do? Move to a... Because he can't go backwards at this stage. No. He's recently won a Champions League and a Prem title. The only option for him is to go to a big club. And I don't think he'd stay in England. I think he has to go to a big club elsewhere. Yeah. So what does he do? Go to a PSG, start start half the games in a season and then get forgotten about and just live on the bench until he joins the MLS. It, yeah. It's just stupid. Well, that's... Yeah, like you said, it's probably where his career is probably going to end up if that contract doesn't get sorted. Yeah, he'll go to a big, like anyone of his caliber, will go to a big club, think they're going to get minutes, don't get the minutes, and then you end up trying to chase similar money anywhere you can. So you go to China or you go to Dubai or you go to the MLS and try and try and do something. But it's no way to finish your career when you've put in so much work for, especially Liverpool. Yeah. Um, let's let's wrap up transfers quickly. If you could sign a centre mid for under fifty million, quick fire, who would it be? Uh, Sanchez, Renato Sanchez. What Agreed. about you? Agreed. Same, same. Yeah, such a good box to box player. Um, I already knew how good he was, but he performed so well at the Euro. So for me, no brainer. And just value off, for money. I'll just quickly off that. Do you reckon he would, hopefully he doesn't, but do you reckon because he performed so well at the 2016 Euros and he just fell off a cliff? Because he did have that spell at Swansea. So hopefully he just maintains that form from now on. Yeah, well that's the risk with him. That's the only problem. I would I would love to get him for 35 because to me that's not a risk. That's 35 is I guess it's a very, very small fee for a great centre mid. Yeah. And then I'm happy to take the risk on it, even though I don't really think it'd be a risk. With good coaching, we've seen what he can do. So I, um, I, I, I'd bet the house on him. Last one, a number 10 or a number nine, who would you sign? I, I guess... Who would you sign if you could choose either position and who would you want to be the player? Ooh. So if you could sign if you could sign a nine or a ten, which one? And then who would it be? You put me right on the spot here. But yeah, we didn't talk about this at all. No, no we didn't, <laughs> did we? Um, <laughs> on the spot, I'd go number ten just because I know you can play out wide. And considering yeah. where Barcelona are at with their funds. I'd say Coutinho. I still think he can offer really? so much. Yeah, I know. It, it, especially, with, like, I think we just get him on the cheap just because I know where Barcelona sit with the funds and finances with contracts and all that type of stuff. I don't, I just feel like he just come back in and he just slot. But having said that... He just do his job. Yeah, he, he probably... I think he'd settle for rotation considering the well... Yeah. If he had to play out wide, especially with Jodder and stuff now, I feel like that's where he's. Yeah, I think like he'd probably just come back and be a rotation type player, but like a, he'd probably be under fifty million too. So I think that'd be an absolute steal, especially if he get his form back like he was. Yeah, confidence is the big thing for him. When he yeah. was confident, he was he was walking through everyone. Yeah. I, he's one of the two people that I had in mind. So if I was going to sign a 10, I think he'd be the most cost-effective and Barca want him off his books. Sorry, yeah. off their books. So um, kind of works for everyone. Um, what, what about a nine? If I was going to go a nine, nine's a little bit tougher. My, yeah. I would like to get Danny Ings back. Um, he seemed to have a lot of good camaraderie with the boys in the squad. Yeah but he was just injured the whole time he was with us. So he never really got the chance to get those minutes in. Um, and given, I think he's only 28, I think, um, at the moment. 
he's still got plenty of years left in him. Yeah. He's gone away and proved he's still at the level that Liverpool need him to be at. So if we could get him back for 25, 30 mil, I reckon that's, that's worth doing. Back up to him. Suarez back for a season or two. Yeah, I was going to, that was who I was going to say. Suarez, absolutely. Yeah. I think he'd just come back and... Let's get all three, mate. It. Yeah. <laughs> he'd boss it, I reckon. Um, yeah. Well, I was even thinking, is it Tony from Brentford? Ivan Tony? Oh, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. I think he'd be all right, too. But yeah, a lot of a lot of hats would be in the ring for that one, I reckon. Yeah. Um, you have to pay big coin to get him out. Yeah, you could go so many different ways. It just I think I've said to you a lot of times I'd like to see a target man. Um just not a Benteco or a Carroll. Some yeah, actually moves like, like a target yeah, man. Yeah. Not a not a massive fan of of um what was that other guy that we had? That useless number nine. <laughs> it's been heaps. Can't remember. <laughs> I remember. Um, but yeah, and then there was also Suarez, number nine, um, target man. I was thinking about Giroud, but obviously he's he's played for everyone and now he's signed with Milan, so yeah. probably not feasible. But even like a, Mer- a Mario Mandzukic or like those players that were in the early 30s and even they can just bring a ball down and bang it. too. Yeah, but he's, he's got attitude issues, but... Yeah, um, I think underneath the right yeah. coach, I think he could be a different type of player. Never know. Even a, a long-in-the-tooth Benzema, he can come here. I don't mind. Yeah, I don't mind that at all. I'll take it. The playmaker yeah. as well as yeah. number nine. Real Madrid can refresh their attack, and I'll take Benzema all day, every day. Absolutely. Why not? Says but, like um, yeah, 100%. <laughs> I'd make it happen on career mode too. Just yeah. watch me. <laughs> Watch me swap Leighton Clarkson and get cash my way. Yeah, why not? Sounds like a good deal. Um, let's move on to the start of our season. Norwich. Yeah, the start of our season, 21-22. Last time we had Norwich first day, we won the league. So do we have the same vibes again? <laughs> Don't do me like that. <laughs> um, mate, I hope so. I hope so. So this one that... is actually this one's actually away opening game against them. Yeah. Away and it's in just over two weeks. So I can't wait for Footy to come back. Well, I think this is uh, the first away first match that I can remember in a while. Like game day one. Yeah, we usually eight. we usually have an opener at um, Enfield. Enfield. Yeah. yeah, so this would be this would be different. And I freshly promoted, I reckon they're gonna be trying to prove a point against a big team. Yeah, but they did lose. But, um, is it Bundia to Aston Villa? So I think that's a big oh, what a player! Rip Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That's unlucky. Um, yeah, what a player. <laughs> Imagine not paying what the, a player. Imagine not paying the money. He though. stacks. By the way, Bundia stacks Aston Villa's attack. Yeah, Grealish has got to go now. I think there's no way they can have both. Yeah, well, Grealish normally plays on the left, but they've got. Traore, um, and that other fella that I can't remember them, the wide midfielder. Um, so they've got Traore. some depth. They've got some depth. But um, Wendia is a very, very good 25, 26-year-old um, winger that can do the job for you. But yeah, opening day against Norwich. Let's... Um, Spooky party. Let, let's, let's start with a... A formation and a, and it's sort of an expected lineup, mate. Take us through what your lineup prediction would be for for match day one. Well, I've gone with the four three three. I think first day, like you said, I didn't actually know I was away when I've written this down, but I think four three three first game. I think it's safe. But I've gone with Ali Trent Connat Nat Phillips. I think mm-hmm. he deserves to keep going. So I don't think. We'll see much more of Matip, especially with Kanat signing. And I think Virgil, I don't think they'll rush him back. I've got Robbo at left back. And then I've got the Fabinho, Hendo, Thiago midfield with Salah, Jota, Romano up front. I, I put Jota up front because I knew Firmino did play in the Copa America. Yeah. Having said that, but I know Fabinho was there too, but I don't think he played a lot of minutes, whereas Firmino did. Yeah, off the bench. So, 
Hence the reason why I've gone with Joshua in the false nine. But yeah. I'd also like to see Ox play there as well. If that's the way that Jürgen's thinking of converting into a false nine, I think that would be ideal for him to get that first away game. And Norwich is not an easy place to go to. Especially yeah, I think nearly promoted. We've, like said. we've sort of we've sort of discussed the Ox position change and I don't know if it was a teaser video or if he was just taking the piss or if it's actually a legitimate thing, but um, I reckon he makes a good false nine because I think he played on the wing for the most part at Arsenal. Yeah, well, right wing back too. He was pissed off that they weren't giving him midfield time, which was a lot of the reason for him leaving. And we've only really given him, apart from the early days, we've only really given him midfield time. Yeah. So... I think he's got the experience of staying central and also floating out wide. So he's got the know-how for making runs and sort of cutting in or cutting out. Yep. So he's so good with the ball at his feet too. He can drive at players. which Very good dribbler. Different very as well. Good and, and he also scores with both feet, which is very important. He's um, not afraid to shoot from outside the box as well, which is something different. He can hit a ball as well. He can. Just ask the Man City fans. Yeah, he can (laughs) hit a ball. Um, So I saw something online recently. And I think you and I briefly discussed it. But with the addition of Canate, I saw a 5-3-2 formation as a possibility as something to play with or even something a little bit more solid than that moving forward. So obviously Allison in goals. Yep. Because we've got center backs back from injury now and we've got no shortage of rotational center backs as well. Three center backs, Van Dyke, Gomez, Canate. Probably point to note Matip and Phillips would get good minutes in and amongst that as well. Yeah. Could you put them all against uh, next to Virgil, Phillips and Matip? Yeah. You have Virgil in the middle and those two on the either side. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that way he can communicate with Allison and then distribute as well. Yeah. Um, no surprise, Trent and Robbo out wide playing the wing back role. And this formation just gives them a little bit more freedom to get up and down and whip in those balls that they. They love to whip in. Yep. Sitting just in front of the centre-backs, Fabinho and Hendo. That would be ideal, I think. Yep. Um, obviously, it may not happen straight away due to the Copper American minutes for Fabinho. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. He, I'm glad that he's going to be back in midfield because him out of midfield is a massive, massive pothole. The same Pando, to be honest. So when they're yep. in there together... Um, they look strong. It's just a brick wall at the moment, isn't it, really? You just made this one big brick wall. Yeah. In front of them, um, just behind the two strikers, I've got Tiago slash Bobby, which would be a very competitive position. And you could even consider throwing Ox in that mix um, if if he's not fighting for one of the two striker spots. Um, and then with that, I'd have two strikers who would play a little bit wider or maybe keep one central and one a little bit, you know, closer to the wing. Yeah. Um, and, of, of course, I'd have Mane and Mr. Salah up front. So, so a 5-3-2, five, a five, I'd go Mo on the, on the right side so he could chop in and left foot. And Sadio is pretty good either way, so... Have him on the have him on the left side so he can choose to bang it left or cut in. But an interesting formation anyway, something we're not used to talking about. Yeah, especially when it comes with Klopp, Jürgen. Yeah. So it's good too. Can you still get the press in with Hendo there as well? And Bobby, I think if they're playing a pressing formation, I think Bobby will start over Thiago. Because yeah. you'll need those two, especially with Salah and Mano at the top. But the good thing is. The good thing is they're both at the age where sharing minutes isn't a bad thing. Yeah. Um, so that is probably a good injury risk mitigator. Um, but yeah, I think that's a I think that's a possibility. It just depends on how 
I guess how desperate Klopp is to use Joe Gomez because for me, Van Dyke and Canate start. Yeah. So we'll see. But um, predictions for game against Norwich, mate. What do you reckon the score will be? Ooh. Away. Away. I'd you say might be missing one or two people. I feel like we always get goals against Norwich, no matter where it's at. No matter the venue. Yeah, no matter the venue, but it's the conceding. We always like to concede at Norwich as well. Mm. So I'm going to go 3-2 Liverpool way. 3-2 win? Yeah, 3-2 win. I'm going to go 4-2 win. Yeah. I reckon... I was tossing up I reckon they'll, they'll slide one or two past us. But I think, and I hope, touch wood... I hope we'll come out firing and hopefully we get a starting Van Dyke and a starting Fabinho Hendo combination so we can shore up the back a bit. Yeah. If if our on paper first team starts, I don't think we can sort we can see two goals. But just in case we've got some people who aren't quite ready, I'm happy with four two. Um yeah. I think I'd, I'd, I'd be stoked with a win straight up. Just, oh, 100%. no matter the start. We need it to. Yeah. Start with momentum and then we can... Um, just build on it. Just build on it. Yeah. Keep going. Um, all right, cool. So... Can we move up? Let's move... Yeah, let's move on. on to a couple of predictions. What's... Uh, well, I'll start us off. Mm-hmm. What's the biggest shock, good or bad, do you reckon will come from this season? I reckon... I hope the biggest shock is Canate solidifying his position as being a starting centre-back. Yep. It's not so much a shock. Um, but it's definitely not a shock to Liverpool fans. But I think he, from what I've seen and what I know, he has been very, very important over the past couple of years for his old club. Yep. And I hope he gels and I hope he gets in there straight away and just does exactly what you and I hope he's going to do and just makes that defence even more bulletproof. So I reckon he's my biggest shock for a positive. What am I expecting as a negative? I hate to say it, and I don't know if it's going to be a shock or not, but I don't think Bobby's going to give us a massive season. So you reckon he'll carry on from last season? Just on a diet, on a spiral. Yeah, like he's always, like he's always a good player as far as what he gives to the team. Yeah, he doesn't always get goal contributions, but he he's just a workhorse that helps build other players to do their job. So, I hope he continues to do that and he doesn't fall off in, into a slump. But I just, I don't know, just. I feel like his time with Liverpool might be coming to an end. Whether that's a year or two from now, not sure, but um, what a run he's had. But yeah, I'm just I'm concerned that he's going to fall by the wayside a little bit, especially if Ox and Harvey Elliott start getting some good minutes in and behind or next to the um, the wingers. Yep. Well, I think that's fair. Hopefully, he kicks on and he gets 15, 20 contributions this season. I'd be stoked. Yeah. 10 golf, 10 assists for Bobby, I think is spot on where he is. Just in the league would be great. Yeah. Um, um, my, my biggest shock from a positive mm-hmm. side, Mane will... I guess it's not really a shock. I think we're all probably expecting it, but to me, it'll probably be a shock that he turns his whole form around from last season. Yeah, he had a bit of a, a, bit of a shit season. Pain goals or something like that. I think he was get her up around the 25 plus. 25 to 28 goal mark. I think that would be... Mm-hmm. All competitions? Yeah. I, I think that's just in the league. I'm calling, oh, really? Yeah, I reckon that's my biggest... You reckon, he's, you reckon he's going for the golden boot, do you? Yeah. Well, he was... Well, the season before, he was he equal with it? With Salah? So, I think... One season drop off and pick it back up again. I think 
that's what I'm expecting from him for a positive thing. My biggest negative, I think that Tiago, I, I pray to God it doesn't happen, but Tiago just doesn't live up to the hype that we all expected him to, especially last season. I know we had injuries and he was asked to play like a six, but the Premier League ball just... What I mean by that, by his like small stature, he gets bullied like Jorginho. Whereas he takes away Fabinho out of that, you're left with a, just a, someone that passes a ball. He just commits too many fouls. And I'm not enough. And I know the lads are going to come at me because I was a big defender of him last season. But I feel like if we go down the same path of lots of injuries, I think that would be the biggest shock will be Thiago. Down I think out of Liverpool. One thing I'll sort of extend my biggest shock or what I hope isn't a biggest negative is I hope neither of our centre backs re-aggravate their injury. Oh, that is hitting a nail on its head. That is. I hope. I hope we have no issues with Verge or Joe because we need both of them. Yeah. Um, and I just really hope they don't get too much game time too soon and yeah I hope we get every minute out of them that we can um, as safely as we can because nothing would hurt me more than seeing Jordan Pickford dive all over Virgil's beautiful leg again and, <laughs> I'll cry that happens again I'll cry eh? straight up just oh, mate. mate I'll, be, able I'll to be, going to Sund- be going to Sunderland to those bloody booze tents and I'll be <laughs> looking for him um yeah, well, I was going to ask you what your what your um, top goal scorer and assister will be, but it sounds like Mane's it. Yeah, Mane or Salah. I think those two will just be competitive again, like the season before last. They both get up around that twenty goal mark, and I think for Salah now that's just consistent. I think it's just something that we expect now, even though yeah. the criticism he does get. I know the majority of these goals are penalties. Yeah, Bryson, yeah. going to come at me, but it is what it is. I was about to say that. Yeah. I was going to say one person, uh, one person that is definitely going to, and has referred to Stapad Salah for the past year and a half. Yeah. Can I think he's just my, Can kiss my hairy ass because he scores good goals. He does. He scored, he scores his penalties. Um, he's just a good player he's a very good player and just because he knows how to dive efficiently doesn't make him a bad player yeah, well, everyone seems to do it now and it's just that Salah gets caught out for it Brad so yeah. you're just forgetting that all your Chelsea boys do it too so. oh mate we won't go Kai spends, Kai, Kai spends most of his time on the ground but yeah. you won't hear about that or Timo you won't hear about that I reckon top scorer. I think it's pretty safe with Mo. I reckon he'll get probably 22, 23 goals, top scorer in the league. Hopefully he gets about 35 all comps. I reckon that's very achievable for him. That's a very safe bet too. Um, Top assists. I'm going Trent straight up again. I think it was a top assist last year too. Top, yeah. You, you almost expect an assist a game out of Trent, really, which is yeah. nuts. Especially um, if they end up playing that formation that like you were saying, he's getting 15 assists easy. He's yeah. going to have that much time and space. Here's a, here's a thought. They promote him like everyone says he should be promoted to centre mid if we lose someone and then Nico Williams plays right back. And then we get Trent from a whole midfield. Well, what I was... Did hear a rumor just on that that Joe Gomez be playing as a second right back through the yeah. season. Yeah. So I think that'd give big minutes to Nate Phillips too. Yeah. But, and I hope that does happen too, because that'll be good minutes for Joe. Yeah. But also not too many minutes to re-aggravate the injury. Yeah. Um Ooh. player of the year. I'm, I'm going to train again. I mean, Really? After the criticism we got 
last year, especially with his defending. And I know I stuck up for him a lot. I, I was the opposite. Him. I kind of tore shreds off him. Yeah. I still backed him to the end. And I, I said his numbers did improve compared to the last season. And I think that was just because he did look bad because he had Reese Williams next to him. Yeah. But I think he's up for another big year. I think he'd be our player of the year. He's a good shout. He's absolutely a good shout. Just, I'm just looking at the team that I've written down here in that 5-3-2. I reckon if you get a full season of Fabinho at his best, he's my player of the year. Yeah. He's so important. He's so vital. Scores important goals. Offers important assists. He's, you know, he does all the dirty work. He does those those sort of aerial duels really well, those really scrappy tackles. He hunts back. He's just, he's everything you want your, your DM to be. Yeah. And if he's not in contention for best DM in the league. I thought he already was. You, you know the boys, mate. Yeah, I can't tell you all I, that's it. Yeah. Because you want a yeah. Champions League. I can already hear it now. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. If he's if he's not if he's not top three of your list for best DMs in the league, then whatever you're on, I don't want to be on it. I was gonna say um, share it. Yeah, no. share it, but at the same time, I don't want to be on it because you're you're a madman. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we only have one more thing to really breeze through, and I already know we're gonna be on the same wavelength for it. But it's going to be a prediction for the most improved slash breakthrough player of the year. Now, I know that you and I are going to agree that Harvey Elliott is going to be our breakthrough player of the year. Yeah. I think most football fans would agree, regardless of if you follow Liverpool or not, that he's got big things coming for him. Um, I know that we're on the same wavelength for that. Without him, who do you think will improve the most from our standard rotational team last year moving forward? Um, who do you think's going to give us a bit of a uh, a bit of a step up? I think Curtis Jones. Yeah. You just, oh. I literally, I was making this question up in my head as I was saying it. And then <laughs> the more I said it, it started here with players. Yeah. And it slowly just channeled in. And I was like, it's going to be Curtis Jones. It's, uh, yeah, it's Curtis Jones, or I, I might chuck a random name out here now. Depending on minutes he gets, Keller. Yeah. yeah. I think especially in cup games, he's going to play a lot of cup games this year. Not so much Champions League, but League Cup, FA Cup type games. Even play some Premier League games as well. I think Keller's up for a big year too. I'd also love if Nabi Kader was that player as well. That is a great shout too. Like I said, if he steps up, if he steps up and he takes minutes, you know, it doesn't have to be every game, but if he can start every second or third game and maybe get 15, 20 minutes in as a sub here and there, I'm, ha- I'm so happy. Yeah. Just keep him injury free and he will do unreal things for it's us. It's like a new signing, really. Like I know I said it, but he's gonna be like a new signing and like getting yeah. 10 goal and assists, like 10 goal computations. Computation. Look, I can't speak. I'm gonna pap this here. <laughs> <laughs> no, the difference is I hear from you, I don't hear from Pappas. Yeah. <laughs> uh if he gets at least like at least around say 10 goal competition, like I can't do it. You get what I'm saying. Yes, around the tang. Hey, it's been a while since I've said it, but doozy. That is a doozy. I'll I'll cop it. I'm full of them. (laughs) So, goal contributions, you reckon? Yeah, I think that will be just enough for him this season. Like, and this is Nabby yet? Yeah, Nabby yet. Yeah, 100%. If he can get five goals, five assists, or something like that. Like you, I think Genie was one of our more fruitful goal scorers and um, assisters. Yeah. 
and they were the sort of numbers that he'd be looking for as well. So I think that's pretty spot on. Especially these dribbles but completed too. Yes, I kind of expect Hendo to get the same. I expect Fabinho to get the same. I think it's just a pretty round number for most center mids. Oh, I most think, holding mids. I think 10's a bit of a stretch for Fab. I'd oh, say five for him. He does. He's also a good header of the ball. True. So a lot of set piece headers can. You don't really see him in the corners, though, do you? He's more on the edge of the box. Yeah, because he can also rocket one into the top corner, mate. Just ask the Man City fans. Just mate, hit up what a goal that was! What a goal that was! Hang on, unreal. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping our most improved player is Nabby, and I think we both. And all of the Liverpool pundits agree that our breakthrough player is going to be Mr. Harvey Elliott. Absolutely. And I hope I hope with the departure of Shakiri, that means Elliott can step into that backup winger spot. Just on and, that. Yeah. Taki Minamino. Oh, yeah. What do you think? Do you reckon he'll just slot in up front and rotate with Jota for minutes? Or do you reckon he'll just... Thanks for coming, mate. Five minutes. See you later. In the club, in and out. Southampton bound. For me, Minamino isn't ready yet. No. He needs another loan spell, I reckon, for 12 months and then reassess. I think it has to be a loan spell in a Premier League, in the Premier League, though. Yeah. Yeah. If he, because he, well, it was Southampton last time. Yeah. If he goes back, and that's a perfect club. I reckon if he goes back there, or if he goes to like a, a Brighton, yep. who are kind of like knocking on the top eight and also have space for him to get good minutes around a good team. Um, I think that would be so good for him because he got a lot of minutes and he, he did do quite well with Southampton and they actually wanted to offer a, a permanent transfer. But I don't think we were entertaining it at that point in time because we had plans for him. Yep. So whether it's a six-month or a year, I'd like to see him go get more minutes, get English fit, um, and then go from there. I think that's the same with Ben Davis too, or Ben Davies. Yeah, I think he's he has left Austria, and I think he's more or less Gone. loaning or, or loan with obligation to buy to Celtic. Yeah. So either way, I hope it's just a loan. Because that way they'll cover his wage, and then he'll he'll come back a better player. Yeah, but we just we just never needed him, and I'm glad we didn't make the Kavak move permanent because we didn't need him either. Just on that, it's uh, an absolute steal. Twelve million for twenty one. Twelve mils unreal. Yeah, There's Leicester is so close to signing him. I think. Yeah, yeah. If he goes to Leicester and he plays next to Swinchu, yeah. Um, Who's their other centre back? I can't think of him, but regardless. Johnny Evans, the other centre back. Yeah. Yeah. Regardless, I think he's a perfect third centre back for them for 12 mil. Mad yeah. not to. Mad not to. But um, that's us done, mate. Yeah. Thanks that's for our doing. Liverpool preview special fairly well wrapped up. Um, we've We've been through quite a bit trying to keep it around that hour mark so people don't go to sleep on us. But, yeah, anything that you want to add before we sort of sign off for Liverpool for for this part of the season? Just know that come July that we'll be sitting here again talking about how good our season was as Premier League champions. Yeah, I was going to quickly just ask you that just before we, we head off. Where do you think we're going to finish this year? Realistically, I think second. But if everyone's yeah. fit and we don't get the injuries that we've had, I think come the final day and it could be City or Liverpool. Yeah, but I agree. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to come down to the, the final day. And I think we're either going to get jumped by City or we're going to do them. But um, Bryson has said it best in the group chat recently. Don't sleep on the pool. Yeah. Don't sleep on us. It's about time Russell started talking some sense too. Just on yeah. that. Yeah. Taking his bias you know, goggles off and it starts to see the bigger picture. He's, he's, he dribbles that much shit that his beard's gone brown, mate. 
does look like a loaf of bread on the end of the chin, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the bread. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's let's wrap it up there, Sean. Um, good chat, mate. Hopefully Liverpool do well this year. Yep. Um, either way, we'll both be rooting for them. And um, until next time, we'll be back for the standard uh, group podcasts. But until the next Liverpool session, all the best to our listeners and take care. Thank you. See you later.